Well, big welcome to this online service for Snell's Beach Baptist Church. I'm Jonathan Lever, an elder at the church, and I'm here on behalf of uh, our pastor, John DeSico. It's 2022, so I really hope that you really had an enjoyable New Year's Day. As we approach 2022, I'd like to cover five biblical aspects of the way God wants us to approach this exciting new year. As we move into this year, we're looking at a new adventure into what the year ahead may bring. The year past might have resulted in all sorts of triumphs and challenges. There might have been successes at work, new family additions, personal healing, answers to prayer, but there might have also been some challenges in terms of feelings of anxiety, perhaps some health issues, relationship issues, perhaps issues with finances, or even concerns as far as global instabilities and other issues like that. But 2022 is the start of a new journey and God wants us to make the most of it. So what are the five aspects that we can focus on for a biblical approach to 2022? Here they are. Firstly, to give thanks in all circumstances. Secondly, that we're not to dwell in the past. Thirdly, that we are to choose life and not death. And finally, that we're to be obedient to the call of God. So let's look at the scriptural basis for these in a bit more detail. Firstly, giving thanks. No matter what 2021 held for you, we're commanded to give thanks. The word thanks and thanksgiving occur 129 times in the Bible. 1 Thessalonians 5 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give, yes, thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Colossians 3, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with, yes, thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Ephesians 5, therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine and live recklessly, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, and giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So no matter how you're feeling, how bad in worldly terms 2021 may be perceived, we're commanded to give thanks. Why? Because for those who have committed their lives to God, nothing happens except that which is permitted by God. And giving thanks is an expression and of confidence in God as the ultimate power in our universe, as our only hope to get to heaven, and as the faithful Father who uses circumstances to mould our character. The second aspect of moving in biblical aspects is that we are not to dwell in the past. Luke chapter 9. Yet Someone said to Jesus, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those of my home. And Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of heaven. 
Looking back is like asking uh, and asking what if or surmising if only is wasting energy on things that cannot be changed. It's an indication that we are carrying unnecessary baggage with us on our journey to the future. It can have the effect of cementing regrets, bitterness, resentments and anxieties in our heart. For instance, it's natural to grieve for the loss of loved ones for a period, but after a while it's important to reposition ourselves to move out of grieving mode and into God's action mode. In dwelling on the past, we also start to bring into question God's promise in Romans 8 that says that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. In Genesis 19, we see the story of angels being sent by God to destroy the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah but wanting to save Lot and his family because of their obedience to God. This is how the story goes from verse 15. As morning dawned, the angels heard Lot saying, Up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be swept away in the punishment of the city. But Lot lingered. And so the men, that being the angels, seized him and his wife and his two daughters by the hand, the Lord being merciful to him. And they brought him out and set him outside the city. And as they brought them out, one said, Escape for your life. Do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the hills, lest you be swept away. But Lot's wife behind him looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Lot's wife had disobeyed the angel's instructions not to look back. The fact that she was turned into a pillar of salt shows the seriousness of the command from the angels. And we have now have instructions ourselves, not that we are going to be turned into pillars of salt because we reflect on the past, but it's an indication that God wants us so much to look forward. Paul urges us to be not to be bound by the past in Philippians 3. He says, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind. It's interesting, he says, but one thing I do. The importance of this, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. 2021 has passed and the opportunities of 2022 lie ahead of us. So let's not dwell on the past, let's move forward in the will of God. The third aspect of the way God wants us to approach the new year of 2022 is not to be fearful about what might be ahead this year. The words fear not are used 432 times in the Bible. And to love God is to fear him alone and nothing else. But the fear of God is not type of a cringing fear, but fear based on the awe and power and majesty of God. It's also the fear you feel when you do not want to disappoint someone that you highly love and respect. We do not fear because God has said that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Our God is love and perfect love casts out fear. And so when we are tempted to be afraid, we can assure ourselves that nothing can separate us from the love of God. To fear is naturally human, but it's also an expression of doubt 
in God's promises to us and an expression of doubt that all things are working for good. The enemy Satan wants us to be afraid. He wants us to be paralyzed by thoughts implanted by his evil darts that God may not somehow be in control. God wants us to have confidence in the armor he's provided to us so that we can be fully prepared for every circumstance. Ephesians 6 Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand firm having fastened the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. And in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. You know, we can be confident in our armor. And in addition, we can be confident that our eternal inheritance in heaven is safeguarded for us by God himself. And so with such an inheritance, we have no need to fear that we will somehow have that taken away. And John reassured us in John 14 when he said that Jesus was going to prepare a place for us, for each of us in heaven, that we may be with him. Christians have an amazing future to look forward to. So as it says in Ephesians 2, in the coming ages, that he will show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us. In Christ Jesus. So friends, determine in 2022 to put on the full armor of God and walk in the freedom bought by Jesus Christ on the cross and not be bound by fear. The fourth aspect in walking into 2022 from God's perspective is to choose life and not death. This may appear obvious and yet it's worthwhile expounding on what this means. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, we see Moses talking to the people of Israel, where he says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse, and therefore choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him for he is your life and length of days that you may dwell in the land that the lord swore to your fathers to abraham to isaac and to jacob to give them god wants us to choose life for 2022 what does that mean in the passage in deuteronomy god said to choose life meant to love God and walk in his ways. God never intended the Christian life to be a cakewalk with no stress or strain. It's through different challenges that actually God molds our characters to be more like his character. God invented the business term continuous improvement long before it became a mantra in business. There is nothing more certain than the fact that we will face challenges in this new year that will be character building. Knowing that challenges will be ahead for the sake of our continuous improvement, we have two options. We can thank God that as a loving father, he cares enough 
to mold us into his image through these challenges. Or we can draw back and say to God, enough is enough. I don't want any more challenges. I'm done. I'm happy to go to heaven as I am. The second option is a dangerous one. And the dangers are outlined in Hebrews chapter 12. The author says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather healed. You know, as we as we age, <clears throat> we also can uh, find ourselves with less energy than we had before. But what this verse is encouraging us to do is to say that God does not give up on us until we finally leave this earth. Until the day we leave, God is going to be building character. And even though we may, uh, we may age and we may have not have the energy we had in the past, there is still that encouragement to lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees. We may already feel tired at the start of the, the new year, but Paul urges us not to become lukewarm Christians, wanting an armchair ride to heaven, but to welcome his discipline uh, in the words of, and in the context of continuous improvement from God. You see, God understands our weaknesses. He understands our tiredness. He understands our age group. He understands our culture. And he's... Uh, he's got a, like this perfect improvement plan designed especially for each one of us, just like some dietitian uh, designing meals especially for you. To be lukewarm is not what God wants, and it's actually to incur the anger of God as described in Revelation chapter 3 to the church at Laodicea. <laughs> The final aspect of the way God wants us to approach the new year of 2022 is to determine to be obedient to God's personal call on our life. God has a specific purpose for your life and specific things that he wants you to accomplish in 2022. Don't just wander aimlessly at the start of this year. God said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you and you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And again, he says that Jeremiah in, in chapter 33, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. In talking about how God has specific works for us to do, we see this in Ephesians 2 where Paul talks about God's predestined plan for the works that he has for us. In verse 10 he says, For we are his workmanship created in Jesus Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So what does this mean as we start 2022? We're determined to seek God in prayer and ask him to guide you in his ways and purposes and ask him to specifically show you what he wants you to do. Firstly, clear your account with God and other people. If you need to ask forgiveness, either from God or other people, do that 
and start 2022 with a fresh, clean sheet. When you pray, be determined and insistent with God in seeking his guidance. Come boldly before him because he's cleansed you by the blood of Jesus. And God loves us to take him at his word. And once you believe that you've heard from God, step out and test the waters according to the strength of your faith and guidance. If you have doubts about what God is saying, take small steps so you can easily change direction. Expect 2022 to be the best year of your walk with God. The most profitable year financially? Not necessarily. Your healthiest year? Not necessarily either. The year God was able to make you more like him because of your obedience? Definitely. The year that you faced challenges with joy and not grumbling? Definitely. The year you walk most by faith, being led by the Holy Spirit? Absolutely. So in reflection, remember these five aspects for the making 2022 a really successful year in God. Give thanks in all circumstances. Don't dwell on the past. Don't be fearful about the future. Choose life and not death and be obedient to the call of God. Will you let me pray for you as we finish this? Father, I thank you for every person, Lord, listening to uh, this message. Lord, I pray at this time that your blessing would be upon them for 2022. I pray against fear. Lord, I pray against uh, those who face challenges and are not sure how they're going to cope with those in 2022 and pray for your strength. Father, as we uh, face this year of 2022, we know that you are more than able to accomplish whatever is necessary in our lives for good, Father. So in confidence, we just thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for your great power, for your great strength. We thank you for Jesus for dying on the cross, that, Lord, we may have free access to you. And pray now that as we uh, finish this, uh, this online broadcast, that, Lord, your, your blessing would go with every, every family represented in Jesus' name. Amen.